podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Great. I'm on mute. Let's start again. Player ratings. Brentford 3, Forest 2. Take 2. I'll just... Fucking, why is nothing working? Can you hear me now? All right, can you hear me now? Hit those likes buttons. Subscribe if you're new. And I, I was just saying while I was on mute, what a frustrating game that was. I thought Forrest started off really well pressing, high up the pitch, really attacking, and we got the goal nice and early. And what a goal it was by Danilo. Controls it with his left thigh, volleys it with his right foot, and in it goes. Brilliant start. And we didn't, we didn't even go back to like the old days where we would just drop off and hold back. It was still good football. This game changed on a free kick. A free kick that was needlessly given away by Mangala, to be fair. And then the shambles, the shambles. Everyone's blaming someone. I'm firmly blaming Turner. Some people are blaming Yates. I don't blame Yates for it. I think Yates was act should actually be applauded for, for noticing that Turner had the wall completely wrong. And then whether you're blaming Yates or you're blaming Turner, the one, well, there's two people that need to be fully blamed. And that is the cheat. The cheat that is Tony. Complete and utter cheat. To not only try to steal a yard to the right, but to blatantly cheat by moving the foam to the right. That's beyond cheating, man. That is, that's despicable. And if that's not called out as blatant cheating, then football is done. Football is gone. Move the ball an inch to the right or whatever, fine. But to move the foam is, there's no words for it. There's no words for it. You, you know what it is? It's like a guy going in and murdering a husband and then what does he do? Five minutes later, he's consolidating the wife. Yeah, trying to move in on her. That's what that's like. That is exactly what that's like. It's disgusting. It's sickening. But it's still Turner's fault. It's still Turner's fault. And I don't know how you're saying it's not Turner's fault, Jim. It is. The wall. You're better off overcompensating for the near post than undercompensating for it. It's just pathetic. It's just pathetic. I'm glad you're laughing, Pam. I'm glad you're laughing. But anyway, and then after that, it just felt like the balloon had been burst. You know, it's like it never felt like Forrest, their heads, it felt like our heads just dropped. And then we never really, really took the front foot to a rubbish Brentford team. I got to say, I was not impressed with them. The only time where I felt they had momentum was when they were probably like the first five, ten minutes of the second half. We looked all over the place at the back. There were huge gaps. Montiel and uh, Nuno were bombing forward and leaving um, Murillo and Omar Bamadeli a bit exposed. And then eventually that forced a corner, which they scored from. And again, it's like two set pieces were conceding from both avoidable for me. Um, me being Ben me now, not me. 
It, it, it's just like he got dropped by three men. He got dropped by Montiel. He then got dropped by Murillo, who was marking no one, and then got in between Murillo and whoever was in front of him. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Tony commented he can move the ball a yard either way. Foam aside, is that correct if the ref hasn't seen that? It's absolutely not correct. That's like saying, you know what that's like saying? That's like saying, I got a penalty and I moved the ball from the penalty spot one yard to the right. Yeah. Is that acceptable? Is that acceptable? It's not. Anyway, and then at 2-1, I kind of thought the game was gone. And then Nuno made some good changes. He balanced the team better. Putting Danilo in the eight looked way more balanced for me. Getting Dominguez into the middle. And then Callum Hudson-Odoi out on the left. Who was very quiet and put in one decent cross. And Wood, who again also was very quiet, finished it off. He was, he was feeding off scraps. He was feeding off scraps today. And then at that stage, you need some composure, man. To then go and concede, what, two minutes later? Not good enough. Not good, and Mo, it was Mope, it was fucking Mope, man. Oh, my blood pressure, my blood pressure, my blood pressure, Mope. I can't, I, I, I don't even want to say his name. I'm not going to sleep tonight, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, and then after that, like throw the kitchen sink, man. We didn't really do it, and it just kind of petered out into a 3-2 result. But we're here for the player ratings. We're here to get your guys' thoughts. So hit that like button if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed if you're new here. And uh, let's jump into the player ratings. And the problem is, man, I think at some point we need to start from the front rather than starting from the back because it's just going to put us all on a downer because we're going to have to talk about Turner. What the frick has happened to that top line score thing? I, look... There's, like, you can go on about Turner or Vlacodemus, Vlacodemus or Turner. Freaking, it doesn't matter. They're both shit. Can we just, can we just agree to that? They are both absolute, utter garbage, man. And at this stage, I say just put Shelby in. Uh, I'm done with, I'm done with talking about Turner and Vlacodemus. Turner and Hooch. Enough's enough, man. Seriously. Enough is enough. He he's crap. It, it's not it's not that he's crap. It's that well it is that he's crap. But he just fills me with no confidence. And I don't think the defense are filled with confidence either. And what am I gonna give him? A three? A four? I got no more to give him than that. I, I don't I don't want to talk about it. I'm just gonna give him a three and move on. That that wall changed the whole momentum of the game. He's a three from me. You guys have gone a little higher with a 3.1. Get your um get your thingies in, get your votes in. It's pinned to the comments. This is a live count, so it counts as we go along. He's a three for me. I'm sorry. He's he's just not good enough. Nor's Nor's Vlacodemus. They're both crap. They're both crap. It's as simple as that. Okay, let's move on to Montiel. Now, Montiel, I thought was decent. I think you could argue he's at fault for the second goal. But overall, he got forward a bit better. 
Uh, how the hell has that come out of three? I don't know. Three's too generous. I, I just I don't care if three's too generous. I just don't want to talk about the goalkeepers anymore. I'm I'm done with talking about the goalkeepers. I'm I'm moving on to Montiel. Montiel's a good right back. There's no two ways about it. And I think he's got a good footballing brain. There was a mistake in there. He lost um me for the second goal. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like a five and a half or a six. From me, for him, I'll go six. Montiel a six from me. What have you guys gone? Five point seven two. That's basically a six, isn't it? Yeah, we're all in and around the same. It's just such a deflating result, man. It really is. Anyway, Omar Bamadeli. Um, I thought out of the two centre backs, honestly, I thought he was probably the better. Um, I don't think he did too much wrong today. This is his Premier League debut for Forest. Pretty solid for me. Um, six. Six out of ten. There and thereabouts. I'm not really, to be honest, going to give anyone massively high scores. Because the performance was very flat for me overall as a team. So I'm just going to give him a six. A good six, though. I'll say a good six. Um, he looks comfortable there. He looks comfortable. You guys have gone 6.17. Again, we're there or thereabouts the same on that one. And uh, let's move forward. So I'm tired, guys. I'm tired. I'm tired. We got to get... We got Arsenal next. We need to get some points here. We got to get some points. Um, let's move on and talk about Murillo. I think it was Murillo next, wasn't it? Yeah, again, decent. The only problem I had was that he he was kind of weak in the air. Um, and he wasn't marking anyone for that second goal at all. Um, I think Amabam Medelli for me was slightly better than him. So I'll give Murillo a, a 5 out of 10. I don't think he was bad. It's just, again, these little errors that crop up with him. Um, they became slightly costly. So I'll give him a 5 out of 10. Um, you guys have gone a 6.1 for Murillo. Mm, I think that's a little high, but okay, whatever. Each to their own. And then uh, Nuno. I, I just, I can't convince myself, no matter how hard I try, that he is um, good. Not as a left back. As an attacking as an attacking player, maybe. Four, five, four and a half, something like that. I would have liked to have seen him on more corners. He wasn't putting many corners in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a four for me. I would just like to see him as a left winger. I, d I don't like him as a defender at all. Uh, let's see what you guys did. You guys went 4.82. There or thereabouts the same, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, Turner cost us again, Greg, but I just don't want it. Look, if it wasn't Turner, then we'd be sitting here saying Lacadimus cost us. It's a keeper costing us all the time. The the one criticism I have of Nuno so far is that he doesn't want to even bring a goalkeeper in. And I find that somewhat worrying because they're both shit. Let's be honest, they're both shit. Like, go, going, I'll, I'll take Navas over him right now. And I'm not a huge Navas fan. Uh, anyway, Ryan Yates. Um, Ryan Yates got stuck in early, won the challenge early for the first goal. Um, did well there. 
but then kind of just faded out of the game a bit. Uh, picked up that knocked knee injury. Sorry, let me just check this cheat Tony again. What a cheat. Um, you know, and then after that, he got subbed off. I, I think a five is fair for Yates. His shooting was atrocious. Like, sickeningly bad. In that first half, there were so many opportunities on that edge of the box. And they just kept falling to him. And his shooting is dire. Dire, dire, dire. His general gameplay seems to me, to be fair to him, has improved over um, since Nuno's been in. But his shooting is shocking. Uh, you guys got a 5.8 for Ryan Yates. And then let's move on to Mangala. I hate, I hate doing stuff over a defeat, man. I really do. Mangala was good apart from one moment that really did cost us. And that was giving away that free kick. And he got booked as well in that one. I, I, I don't know. I, I still think he may be going. Um, yeah, you're right, Keith. Again, he missed a couple of chances. And that would have put, if I'm not mistaken, guys, was that for us to go 3-2 up? He had to work the keeper. He had to work the keeper on that chance. Our problem, our problem at the moment is our midfielders outside of Dominguez and Danilo. I'm talking like the six and the eight here. The Mangala and the eights. Both of them can't shoot. They just can't shoot. And you can't really play two players in that position who don't have the ability to shoot. You've got to go, like for me... I would have gone Mangala and Danilo as the six and the eight. What we did in the second half, when we got that second goal, that was roughly the right shape for me. Um, Danilo and Mangala and then Dominguez in that hole. Dominguez can shoot. That would have been more, I would have started it like that. It would have been more balanced or even Christina Aguilera in there. But yeah, his, his foul is the one that kind of stands out, doesn't it? Now, you don't know. They could have gone on to score a goal had he not put the foul down. But I'm going to give him a 5. I'm going to give him 5 out of 10. Um, and the main dropping points for me is, of course, that foul. Um, you guys have gone at a 5.8 for Mangala. And let's move on to... Let's go to Dominguez. Uh, I think, for me, Dominguez is just constantly consistent. He works hard. He works really hard. He always, like, you can't tell sometimes with him, is he meant to be playing on the right? Is he meant to be playing on the left? He's all over the pitch, pressing. Now, if the rest of the team pressed along in the manner that he did, we would win the ball a lot higher up and more regularly and create chances. He got the assist for Danilo's goal as well. Now, it wasn't an intentional assist, but he was there. He was there. Turbo, it's YouTube. I can't do anything about it. So I still think that uh, I kind of think he plays like a captain as well. Do you know what I mean? That's the determination. You could say he has some of those Ryan Yates traits where he works hard, he pushes, he's working, but he's got that level above him and he, he causes and creates chances and he can pass a ball as well. So he's probably one of the only couple that I'm going to give a seven to. I'm going to give him a seven. I can't go any higher than a seven on any of those players. Um, so I'm going to go seven with Dominguez. He was very good. 
Anthony's saying he likes Dominguez. Simon's saying should be captain. Estra's saying a seven. Dominguez is a workhorse. He's a proper Forest captain material. So sorry, no one over a seven and a half today says far. I'm not even going to a half. Let's see what you guys did. You said six point seven, basically a seven. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. Uh Dominguez is the Argentina Paul McKenna, says Adam. Seven from Chucker. He's one of our best signings of the summer. Yeah, when you compare him to who we had in terms of Froiler, then yeah, he was really good. Okay, uh, let's move on from Dominguez and talk about Danilo. Danilo started well, played crap, finished well. That's how I would assess Danilo. He had... That goal was just sublime. I think maybe his best goal in the Forest shirt. The control, the technique was fantastic. But you can't just mask a performance on the goal. I'm looking at it for the rest of it. And from that, from when they scored their free kick to roughly when he got moved back into that eight position, he wasn't very good. But when he went back into the eight, he looked brilliant. His passing suddenly became good. He was winning the ball again in their half. And it was a lot, lot better. So it's like, what do you score that? You know, it's, where, where do you end up on that? You're talking like a seven for the first, well, maybe even an eight for the first 15 minutes, probably a five for the middle period of the game, and then back up to a seven-ish in that. So I'll probably say you're somewhere around a six and a half, a seven for Danilo. I'll give him a seven just because I haven't scored many high and he got that goal. So he's a seven from me. If anyone scored him lower than that, I wouldn't argue with it. You guys got about the same, 7.2. Danilo's goal is the best of the match. Yeah, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Okay, let's talk about Callum Hudson-Odoi now. Look, start with the positives. Fantastic cross for Chris Woods. Um, outside of that... What I've what I've been disappointed with Callum Hudson Odoi is if you go back to his first couple of games under Cooper, he was actually driving the ball, dribbling the ball at defenders. Ever since then, the first couple of games, I think then he got injured, and ever since then he's come back and he's not really just like pushing the envelope and trying to get past the defender. Because when he does, he's really decent. But i got to say, he was a little ghosty for big periods of that match. And the, the, what this tells me is he's lacking in confidence. Because as much as I don't want to say this, right? Dennis would always take his man on. Win the ball or lose the ball, Dennis would take his man on. And a lot of you would get frustrated with that. I get that. But at least Dennis tried to beat a man. Callum Hudson-Odoi, something's clicked off in his mind and he's not prepared to take his man on. And someone just needs to say to him, maybe he's the kind of player that needs a hand around him rather than a rocket up his ass. And someone just needs to say to him, you are talented enough, you are good enough, take your man on. If you lose the ball, doesn't matter. Just try and track back, yeah? And then try it again. I I'll give you the freedom to lose the ball as long as you are trying to take on your man and get yourself into space, yeah? I think he just needs someone to tell him that, that it's okay to lose the ball. And especially if you're higher up the pitch, lose the ball higher, we still have time to recover. So, you know, I, I think if, if Nuno were to come down on him hard, I think his confidence is made of glass anyway, and he just needs, and that would shatter him. So I think he needs that arm around him. 
So I'm going to give him a 5 out of 10 for today. One good cross. The rest of the game, there were little fits and bits here and there. But overall, he he needs to get better. Now, we can't just keep carrying players because we're scared about, you know, hurting their feelings or um, worried about how they're going to perform or we shatter their confidence and what have you. Football's more ruthless than that. Um, we're just going to have to be harsh. If he's not performing, then Nuno seriously will need to consider dropping him from the team, in my opinion. But anyway, that was him. And then Chris Woods. Lovely header, but nothing else. Honestly, nothing. Well, no, I lie. In the first, again, pre-cheating free kick, he was holding the ball up really well and involving players into the game. But... After that free kick, he did nothing. Now you can make the argument for either side. Either he needs to start going looking for the ball or the team needs to start playing to his strengths. When we did get the cross in, he finished it. So you could say his conversion rate is probably one of the best in the Premier League. And his finish was really good. Excuse me. But does he offer a lot more than that? I think that's the question. I think we are desperately crying out for Taiwo. I don't, th I, I, here's the big thing for me of Chris Wood. I don't think he scares defenders. I don't think he scares defenders. Taiwo, subconsciously, a defender's always going to be thinking about because he's got strength, he's got pace, and he can kind of finish with a shin finish. But I don't think Chris Wood puts the fear of God into defenders, and therefore, that doesn't really help us too much. So, look, that aside... He was 100% working off scraps. He got his goal. What's that? Like eight goals now? Seven or eight goals this season? You kind of got to say he's he's done his job at least. Some of the other players didn't really perform. But I can't score him too highly. I, I think a six. A six for me. For Chris Wood. Because maybe he needs to come back in and get more involved. Try and get the wingers into the game. So I'm going to give Chris Wood a six out of ten for his performance today. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, what did you guys do? You guys went a 6.4. So, let's get into the substitutions. Before we do, please don't forget to hit that like button if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed. And thank you to everyone who's downloaded SofaScore, the free footballing app. If you haven't downloaded it already, please do exclamation mark score in the chat. It has all the news you need on Forest, all your goal alerts, all your score alerts. Such a nice interface to use, and it helps the channel. It really does. So thank you to everyone who has downloaded it. I'm sure one of the mods will put it in. There it is. Thank you, Flory. I appreciate it. Hopefully, Flory's going to go and download it. Okay, let's move on to the substitutions. Now, we only made, what, two substitutions? I, I feel like we needed a bit more change from Nuno today. One substitution was with four minutes to go. The other was Nico Williams, wasn't it, for Ryan Yates. So let's bring on Nico Williams, um, who kind of played two roles in that game. Let's just get that off. Uh, let's get Nico Williams. Where, where is he? There he is. Look, I thought when Williams was playing as the right winger, I thought he looked decent. Um, and then when the next sub came on, he switched him back into right back. I still don't think he's a great right back. He's a decent right wing back. 
didn't think he did anything wrong, to be honest. But while he was on, actually, uh, I, I just, it's just, there was no impetus behind the game. Do you know what I mean? There was no impetus. Look, what I will say, to be completely positive about everything, if we are just losing to Brentford away from home with massively key players out, we're talking Morgan Gibbs, right? we're talking Taiwo, we're talking Sangare, as much as you guys are still humming about him, Niakate out, yeah? That's four huge, huge players for Forrest. Not to mention all the backup players that are off on AFCON, the players that are injured, yeah? Elanga, injured. We are playing with a very, very limited squad right now. And it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Mistakes cost us the game. But we put... We're, I would say we're missing six starters, guys. Six starters. Alanga, Taiwo, Niakate, Morgan Gibbs-White. Uh, who else? There's a couple more missing. Ah, Aina at left back. And then someone else who I can't remember. That's five or six key first team players and key squad players. That's a lot. That's a lot to take on. And I, I just think, you know, it's... It, we, we're just going to have to go through this period of pain over the next couple of weeks. And then we're really going to have to get our foot down. Like, big time. So anyway, so with me, Nico Williams, I would say... I'll, I'll just give him, like, he's a six. Did nothing wrong. Sub rule makes him a five for me. But, you know, as a starter, he would have been a six out of ten. And then Christina came on, didn't he, for... Have I even got Christina on here? Oh, shit, let's see what you guys did. You guys went a 5.8 for him. And I ain't even got Aguilera on here. I'd have given a, I didn't notice Aguilera, to be honest. I didn't think he had a massive impact on the game. So I'll give Aguilera uh, a 5 as well out of 10. Uh, what did you guys do? Let's have a quick look. You guys went a 4.8. Yeah, he, he didn't get much time. He didn't get... What did he get? 4 minutes plus the 10 minutes injury time. Um. Okay, so let's move on and talk about Nuno now, guys. So... It's a hard one to judge. Tactically, I'd probably say that was his weakest performance in his time at Forest so far. Um, I don't. I just felt he didn't get the players fired up towards the end, especially, and really force them to go for it. I just feel it was a very flat performance. If I'm being honest with you guys, did he get? Did he get the team right? Roughly, I think a couple of players were played out of position. I still want to see Dominguez more in the middle, Danilo in the eight, 100%. But I just feel like there wasn't the players there for him to select from. So he's playing with one, he's selecting with one arm behind his back. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'll give him. I think I'll give him a five out of 10 for me. We lost. We were in a winning position. Um... I mean, what can you say? If he'd picked Vlacodemus, we'd be saying he should have picked Turner. If he picked Turner, we'd be saying he should have picked Vlacodemus. What is that to say? So, what did you guys do? You went at 6.3. Working with what he had. Yeah, I, I do tend to agree with that, Moody. I do tend to agree with that. But you kind of, in spite of that, you still got to judge the tactics and everything on there. Okay, let's do the man of the match. 
So, man of the match. So, nominations will go Danilo. Uh, Chaka with the gifted membership. Thank you so much, buddy. You're an absolute legend. Love you, bro. And that's gone to Proton Jack. We'll go Danilo. Who else do you guys want? Um, should we have Dominguez in there? And let's put in... Do, 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 do. Who else? Who else? Chuck a couple of names at me, guys. I'll put Wood in there because he scored. And who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? It's tough to pick for a minute. Some of you are saying Montiel. Some of you are saying Gates. Omar Bamadeli. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a stretch, isn't it? I'm just going to put, I don't know. Omar Bamadeli. Fine. Omar Bamadeli. That will do. All right. Get your votes in. Get your votes in. Shout out to Proton Jack for thanking Chucker as well. All right, get your votes in for Man of the Match. Who is your Man of the Match? Uh, while you're doing that, please do hit that like button as well. It is much, much appreciated. Okay, I'll give you a few seconds on that one. And your Man of the Match from those choices is going to go to closing in five, four, three, two, one. The chat's man of the match with 46% of 47% of the vote goes to Nicolas Dominguez. So disappointing game to say the least. We move on to Arsenal. We move on to Arsenal. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a couple of videos and of course, grumpy old reds. Sue, don't you start blaming me on Mopay Turbo. No chance. No chance. But yeah, um, look, it is what it is. We'll move on. We'll beat Arsenal. There, I've said it now. You heard me say it. And uh, please do hit that like button if you haven't already. We'll see you tomorrow. Finishes Brentford 3, Nottingham Forest 2. Sports Social Podcast Network.